my god. No. Welcome to the Photo Weekly, the best and only podcast on the FO Dartley. And here are your hosts, Pepe Lay and Red Rasco. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Photo Weekly. The toaster had the second worst Wednesday night of anyone in Michigan. And could King Raj's crown be under threat? I'm Pepe Lay, and I'm joined as always by Red Rascal. Rascal, you're just having a field day in A, aren't you? This is just a piece of cake. Listen, A's a lot of fun. I just get to throw with my buddies like the offer and trains. It's a lot of fun. I'm really enjoying it. Well, there you go. Uh, we had an exciting week of darts. Lots to uh, unpack here, so let's get right into it. The lead. The lead. The top five stories this week in the FODL. The top five stories of the week, and let's start down in D-League. And maybe a bit of a changing of the guard. A statement nonetheless. The fireman. 6-0 winner over the cleaner. The fireman, a 53.2 average in 501 through 2.2 in both legs of cricket. Fireman making a statement. Man, Duncan listened to the pod last week and did not switch out his points and then won six straight legs of the cleaner. So shout out to him. You know, a 24 darter, 25 darter, two 32 darters. And he averaged uh, 33% on his doubles, four for 12. So what a match. I mean, it was really quite impressive. And, you know, cleaner, kind of the same story, him struggling. I don't know when we'll see him at the peaks that we saw him. I mean, you know, at one point it was cleaner throwing these mid-50s even. I think he had a low 60s game uh, in 501. So uh, we'll have to get the old cleaner back at, at some point. But you're right. The story here is the fireman. His he's come out this this season and is is really just showing what he's got. And we're we're kind of seeing it, I think, in every division. Um, if you get relegated, you're not. It's it, it's almost kind of a the talent level. I think has something to do with it. But B, I think there's a bit of a mental hurdle of just saying, okay, I just got beat for an entire season. I got relegated, and then all of a sudden, I'm going to win the lower division. Um, you're not really seeing it, and uh, we're seeing it with the cleaner. Um, but you have to tip your cap. The firemen just missed the playoffs um, last season and saw some improvement, but he has taken a leap so far this year, and uh, he, he's he got to be the early favorite in D. So uh, tip your cap to Duncan. Um, whatever he's drinking, whatever Rascal gave him in Richmond, and it, it's working great. So He lives over there by the Vale. I'm sure he's drinking a lot of nice, uh, heavy IPAs. He's crushing them. There you go. Um, rolling right along to number four, a uh, great week from uh, Alpine Stranger. Two big matches, two big wins, a uh, 5-2 win over Alki, a 4-3 win over the accountant um, against Alki at 2.1 and a 50.7. Um, not as great against the accountant, a 1.9 and a 48.7, but but got the win. Um, yeah. Big wins for uh, Alpine Stranger. I, I got to think those are people that are going to finish near the top of the table. Yeah, and you got to make sure you take care of the matches you have against the top of the table, and, and Alpine's really done that. Um, again, you know, Accountant's getting the legs that he needs, but not the win of the match, and I think that's probably a little frustrating for him. Um, but, wow, the stash has really come out with a vengeance, I think, after not uh, ending the season the way he wanted last year. Yeah, it's... Sitting at the top of the table right now um, through three matches. Uh, Doughboy will be up there with him after his hot start. But um, yeah, it, it really impressive showing thus far in uh, two big wins. Uh, then on to number three, going to B-League, Deadhead Darter, a 5-3 win over Bud the Chud. This was the uh, marquee uh, matchup in be lots of good matches this week though um but deadhead a 51.1 in 501 bud actually had a 55.9 but they uh split the uh 501 and deadhead uh swept the cricket with a 2.6 and a 3.1 yeah i mean bud had a 15 and a 23 darter um but i think the difference was the doubles uh you know 30 percent for deadhead and 25 percent for bud 
and he was able to win in 501 4-3. Sorry, 4-2 to two, uh, after splitting cricket. So Deadhead also had a, a 180 and Butt had a nice 62 double out. But Deadhead has come out this season and just uh, kind of put B on notice, I think. He's really let him know, hey, look, I deserve to be higher and I'm going to fight my way up to A. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely. Um, I think we were all surprised he didn't get up last season, and and really the averages uh, for both of these guys they would have been way higher. Um, the first leg of five hundred one was actually a thirty nine darter, um, so they would have been up in the uh, high fifties. I think if that um, didn't happen, but uh, yeah, um, Deadhead is on a mission, and and. I mean, it was kind of surprising to an extent. Bud has been throwing fantastic this season. He did it again here, but um, Deadhead can can double out well, and, and when he's on his game, he's tough to beat. Yeah, I mean, Bud's still, uh, after three weeks in third place and, and behind Callie and Deadhead, who are tied with 38 points. So Bud's not out of the, the picture yet. Uh, and, you know, losing 5-3 to the top of the table isn't going to hurt you. It's really those... Uh, bigger six two seven one eight zero losses that would really hurt you. So, uh, Bud's not going to be in too much trouble, and I'm sure he's he's pretty happy sitting in third. But Deadhead, uh, really putting putting the B on notice. Absolutely. Um, now to number two, left hand hooligan, a seven two win over Dilly Dilly, um, working his way up towards the top of the table in A, um. Great match, uh, really, by both of them. Dilly's had a kind of a tough luck start to the season, but uh, left hand a 65 average to uh, Dilly's 60 and a half. And I mean, it it just started right off the bat. Left hand hooligan a 4.2 in cricket and then a 3.2 to follow it up. Um, he actually jumped out to a 7 0 lead here, um, before Dilly was able to, uh, actually, that might be wrong, but uh, 6 or 7 0 lead. And then uh, Dilly was able to snag a few. Um, but really uh, great starts from a hooligan. Yeah, 15 for 13 on the double outs. Uh, he was lethal. And man, I mean, left hand, he does have a weak in hand, but he's at the top of photo A. And I'm not really surprised. I don't think anybody is averaging 65 and 501. Absolutely. Um, yeah, so uh, great there from left hand hooligan showing that he is going to be a force in A. However, that takes us to number one. And speaking of forces in A, King Raj, our reigning champion, finding the sledding a little tough, DeGrubbs, a 5-4 upset win over King Raj. Uh, DeGrubbs, a 3.4 in the first leg of cricket. Uh, King Raj bounced back with a 3.1 to split it. But then from there, DeGrubbs, a 67 average in 501 to King Raj's 63.7. Um, Raj actually jumped out to a 3-1 lead uh, with a 26 darter and a 16 darter. But then DeGrubbs took four of the last five legs. It was really impressive to see this. And I don't think anybody necessarily you know, would be surprised that it was coming from DeGrubbs, knowing how well he can throw at his peak. But I think... Maybe in the last few seasons, he's probably underperformed. And I think this might be him coming out saying, hey, look, I, I know that I deserve to be at the top of the league and I'm going to show out a show I can go out and throw with anybody. So shout out to the Grubbs. You know, he had a max in the in the match. And, uh, you know, Raj was three for five at doubles and lost, which is uh, crazy. But the Grubbs was four for 17. So really just as a, this difference in scoring that the Grubbs had way more options uh, and way, way more opportunities to double out. Um, and was able to do so to, to win the match 5-4. I think the two biggest takeaways for me from this match is, one, you said uh, DeGrubbs threw so well. Uh, King Raj doubled three of five. He only had five attempts. DeGrubbs, four of 17, um, an 81.2 first nine. Uh, DeGrubbs was scoring fantastic. Uh, but the other one, uh, Raj was up three to one in this match, and... Really, we haven't seen DeGrubbs really come back from those kind of deficits and, and really bounce back. And so um, I don't know if it's something he's been working on, but you, you really have to be excited to see that from him because uh, that that kind of, in my eyes, makes him somebody that I say can contend for a championship to be able to say 3-1 lead or 3-1 deficit. I'm not afraid of that. I can come back if I just throw my game 
um, and and really not get in your own head. And so a uh, great job from DeGrubbs and uh, kind of a kind of a strange start from King Raj, uh, a loss and a 5-4 win um, to start the season. So uh, the champion is definitely getting everyone's best shot. I would say so. And if you didn't watch this match, I think it's going to be on YouTube or uh, you can go back and watch it again on Twitch. But it was a it was a beauty. It was amazing, really exciting and some really highlighting the best uh, that Fodolay has to offer. Yes, sir. Um, so that was the lead. Great matches across the board. Um, it's getting harder and harder to pick out what matches uh, make the lead. And so, uh, you, yeah, you I'll say I mean, that. Straight six three. It's not even on the board, man. No one cares. Really no hurts. One cares. Really hurts. Uh, also, you have to look at the averages thrown in that match. Don't just look at the wins. Just look at the numbers. Uh, absolutely. Um, so now, folks, that takes us on to some individual performances. First up, the fail of the week. Fail of the week. <laughs> what an idiot. And uh, you just mentioned it, a, a 6-3 win over the train. And that's where we go for our fail of the week. Take it away, rascal. Yeah, uh, you know, Ra train and I were neck and neck and a leg. And uh, I think train had an 89. I was sitting on 60. And he ended up busting it. And... I think I probably laughed to myself. Oh, silly train. What were you thinking? Uh, and then I threw a, a first dart into the five. Uh, I went for a 15 to try and uh, get myself another dart at tops. I think I missed into the two. And then I was trying to salvage with a 19 maybe and hit a 57. So I busted the 60 directly after that and uh, had to laugh at myself. So two A players busting 89s and 60s back to back has uh, got to be the feel of the week. Yes, sir. I uh, have to have to tip your cap to that. Um, and then uh, a honorable mention. This one uh, was more funny than anything else. Um, we're a few people were looking at uh, stats for one of our new uh, darters this season, the Magic Wizard, and they noticed um, some magic wizardry uh, from him. He was a perfect <laughs> four for four on his double out attempts. People were like, oh, my goodness, you haven't missed a double this season. And he was like, yeah, well, no, I've missed doubles. And they're like, no, it says you're a perfect four for four. He's like, well, how does it know that? And they're like, well, you say the number of double out attempts when you're doing your match. He goes, oh, that's what that's for. I only click it when <laughs> I win the match. And so he was only he was only uh, recording double out attempts when uh, he actually hit it. So, um, yeah, he uh, he's perfect four for four. But. Uh, I kind of liked it better when he was just in D and perfect on his double outs. But yeah, he's uh, not getting down to doubles often, but what he does, he makes it. <laughs> exactly. Uh, you know, just average, just slowly throw breakfast every time. But if I get to double, you're screwed. Um, but uh, we're still sticking with uh, Rascal and Train, our fail of the week. <clears throat> fail. Um, let's roll right along. Leg of the week. Leg of the week. Nice leg. We mentioned it um, before, and you know it's a new season when we're not giving it to King Raj, but uh, left-hand hooligan, a 4.2 leg in cricket. Um, I think the most impressive thing about this was he had three five marks. That was it. He didn't have any six marks, no seven marks, eight or nines. He just had three five marks, and the rest, I think he had threes um, and took care of it in... in uh, like 18, 19 darts or something. So uh, great leg there from left-hand hooligan. Um, another one, you have to, you have to, I have to give a shout out to Bud the Chud, had a 15 darter, um, but it was in a, a floating game week. So it didn't, didn't really qualify for our um, leg of the week. We don't qualify legs for the weeks from floating game weeks? Mainly because I just don't go looking for them. I, <laughs> I, I look at, I look at the bonus points um, and, uh, yeah, it wasn't on there. Then I was like, wait, I thought Bud had a 15 and went back. So, um, but there you go. Left-hand hooligan. Also good at darts. And then uh, performance of the week. Performance of the week. That was impressive. I don't think we can uh, go anyone else to grubs. Big takedown of King Raj. 3.0, 67 average. Uh, great darts from him. 
Yeah, just again, it was such a, a, a fun match to watch, and uh, you know, not to take away from the Grubs being the performance of the week, but uh, I have a feeling just based off Raj's reaction after that, Raj might be coming back in the weeks to follow with performances of the week himself. So, <laughs> and then um, a uh, another one that I have to uh, give a uh, special shout out to, um, maybe not a uh, performance of the week on the uh dartboard but i, I want to give a shout out to criminal um just recently um started releasing uh, uh highlight videos top 10 um moments from the uh previous week and yeah they're awesome uh i don't know if you've seen on our youtube those uh videos yet but uh they're great it it pulls the best moments and um, between that and a lot of the player intro videos and and different things that Crim's been doing, uh, really impressive. He's been self-teaching himself uh, a lot of the video stuff, but um, just adds so much, and, and you love to see his uh, dedication to the league, um, and and we appreciate it. And I just want him to know that uh, really enjoying those videos and, and his effort doesn't go unnoticed. Yeah, it's, it's quite phenomenal, and uh, I think to me, I, you kind of touched on it, but the most impressive part is that he's entirely self-taught and, uh, Krim, you're doing an amazing job, man. Uh, obviously such an important part of the league and, um, it's just, it, it's, it's really cool to see all that we've kind of branched out and done. And, uh, obviously the videos in the YouTube channel are a big part of that. So if you don't follow us on YouTube, uh, check, head over to YouTube, type in FODL and subscribe, smash that like button. And uh, Krim, if if uh, if the reason you're not calling Red Rascal um, on the phone is because you're making videos, uh, keep making videos. I'm okay with that. No, and also he called me before my match, and I played really well. So he called me in Discord because he had to get the stream, but it still counts. And there were the performances of the week, and now, ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by a very special guest. You may know him as the offer. You may know him as Coach Crotch, but in our hearts, he is the author. Ladies and gentlemen, we are joined by the author. Rich, how you doing tonight? I'm doing well, Pepe. How we doing, baby? Uh, doing fantastic. We are very excited to have you here tonight. And we've got some questions for you. So I'm gonna go right into it. Um, yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about how you kind of got into darts and uh how you came across Fodal. Well, uh, as far as how I got into darts, uh, in a serious way, I guess the, the best answer is that I uh, started watching the, the World Championship. I, uh, on a very hungover, uh, what, January 1, I guess it, it is on uh, New Year's Day. On New Year's Day, I, uh, I popped into a room where a friend of mine was watching the World Championship. I sat down and, and started watching it, and uh, I fell in love with it. And uh, Gary Anderson is the greatest of all time, and that's all there is to it. So, so there you have it. All right. Rich, how did you uh, – this is Red Rascal, your friend, Red Rascal. How did you – Oh, uh, Rascal. You didn't answer that question. There's a second part of that question from Pepe. How did you get it – how did you get into photo? How did you hear about us? What you do? How did I get into? Well, uh, if memory serves, I would have been in Fodal, uh because all of my buddies started a dart league while I was on a uh, digital fast. I was during Lent. I was taking some time away from the internet, and uh, all of my buddies were saying, "Rich, you're going to be very mad at what we're doing while you're away from the internet." And uh, when I came back, it turned out that all my buddies started a dart league without me. And so uh, I was very lucky to be invited to be in the second season of what turned out to be Fodal. And uh, I guess the rest is, as they say, history. Well, uh, Rich, um, if it makes you feel any better, uh, I found out about it and then um, asked Eric Pitzer why he didn't ask. And he goes, oh. I forgot you threw darts. We were in a dart <laughs> league together. Yeah. 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 I, all my buddies, they all knew. They all, it was like, 
it was such a nasty thing. They all went, hey, you're going to be very mad at what we're doing. You know, it's so crazy you say that because looking back, I I was like, guys, let's we have some time to kill. Like, we don't have to rush into this. And they said, no, no, we have to start it now that Rich is not on the Internet. So, yeah, exactly right. Yeah, I I always wondered about their timing of the start of the league. But it was like, we've got to get this going. That's the case. I kind of feel that it was specifically because I was gone. Rich, you were the first player to get relegated from A and then also get relegated the next season to B going to C. Uh, it's a uh, really epic saga that you then were able to make your way back to A. So give us a little bit of your mindset during that journey and you know, how do you feel about it looking back and how much do you love talking about it? I actually truly love talking about it because uh, I got relegated down to B, down to C. There was, uh, I think part of it was sort of a lack of, hesitate to say a lack of interest, but I, I, uh, you know, I certainly wasn't practicing as much as I needed to be. And, and I rightfully got relegated down to B and down to C and I just wasn't doing what I needed to do. And, uh, I think it was enough, uh, for me, once I got down to C, it was enough for me to say, okay, it's time for me to, to turn it on. And, uh, and I did, and I, 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 I don't even feel a little bit bad saying that I crushed everybody uh, in C or B on the way up. And I'm sure you'll have some, some C and B players who will be upset about that. But uh, you can talk about that with them on their own podcast. Uh, but I wrecked their lives, and I was thrilled to do it. And... Uh, it was it was a good motivator to get uh, knocked down, you know, to to get taken down a peg or two, and so uh, it was it was just such a pleasure to destroy all of those guys and to get my way back up to A. And if they have anything to say about it, well, they can make their way up to A and they can, uh, you know, say it to my face. Uh. Rich, so question here. Um, that season in B that you got promoted, did you finish first or second? I believe. <laughs> I was waiting for that question. Uh, but then again, I'm not an A, so I can't say it to your face. So, But at the same time, I also believe I remember a one oh, Pepe yeah. Lay saying, I don't want to make it into the playoffs. I believe uh, Rich belongs here. Uh, I, I, what I think you said was Rich belongs in A, but I don't want to have to play in a playoff for it. So, uh, you know, I think Rich can get it done. So, anyway, I, hey, I uh, counterpoint, done. counterpoint, uh, Pepe, the stats from Thursday, 8 22, 9 p.m. show, the author in game week five won eight leg or eight points to six. So, four to three uh, over Pepe. So, uh, I don't know if anything author saying is inaccurate. Uh, no, he beat me head to head, and uh, I just managed to beat people 8 0, and he would, or 7 0, and he would beat them 6 1. And so I, I managed to uh, eke out a uh, auto bid, which was good because I probably, got it done. I probably, got it done, baby. I know, probably wouldn't have won the playoffs. So, um, but getting, getting back on, um, one of the things that was, I thought was really interesting and played into a lot to your double relegation was. Um, you at one point broke your hand halfway through a and th- happened yeah. and through the rest of the season left-handed. Um, yep. and then, uh, by the end of that season, you actually ended up being pretty good left-handed and, and almost stole some legs from some people. So kind of, how did you manage that? Well, almost doesn't really mean anything anyway. Right. I mean, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't end up beating anybody, which is, <laughs> Uh, unfortunate for me that particular season uh although i i i have to say i'm gonna go ahead and claim the title i was the original left-hand hooligan uh, <laughs> but all that said uh it, it was it, it was a funny thing um trying to teach myself to, to you know play darts left-handed i, I feel like um try and teach yourself to do some, some anything 
with your non-dominant hand is a really strange experience. And um, I, I had, I think, well, I, I can't either. remember. I think it was, it was eight to 10 weeks that um, I was in a cast and I wasn't able to play with my right hand. So um, I, I, I wasn't going to stop playing. And so uh, it, it just came down to, I guess, necessity. I was just kind of throwing with my left hand because I had to. And, uh, and then by virtue of doing that, it, I was just going to get better with my left hand. But, um, well, I don't know. It, it, it was a, a very strange experience. I, I mean, I'm, I didn't win any legs, so it doesn't matter at the end of the day. But. It was, uh, it was an interesting experience to to do that, and um, there you have it, I guess. I don't know. I don't know how to Rich, answer I, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. Uh, You're fine. I uh, would like to say that I played you that season, and there were multiple legs of 501 where I was sweating uh, that I was going to be the only person that you want a leg off of, and you were <laughs> great at scoring. Uh, the doubles were, were what, what kind of made it difficult That's to get true. over that hump. Yeah, doubles but, were uh, rough. Uh, there were a couple of darts that were on the wire against me that I was like, holy crap. Um, so yeah. so don't sell yourself short. Rich, uh, everyone knows you most famously uh, as uh, being the host of Photo Open Cup draws and uh, other miscellaneous draws. How did that happen? How did you become the host of the, of the draws? And, uh, you know, tell us about what you like doing about it. I enjoy it because I like... Uh in front of people and and having a little fun and and being a little silly i don't know how that came about uh i got you know uh probably a surgeon sent me a message saying hey could you do the draw you've got a great outgoing personality and and uh you know we think that you'd be the guy to do this but um I don't think there's any great story to it. I, I think that's about the extent of it. I, I've had a lot of fun doing those. Um, well, and that's it. All right. Well, one of, one of the things <laughs> I, I great, really... It's not great podcast stories, man. Wait, you said Surgeon said you had a great personality? I don't buy that. Oh, no, he, he's, that guy's an idiot. What you don't the realize? dumbest human being I've ever met in my whole life. What what you don't realize is surgeon was just hitting. As on you're you. putting this on the podcast, no, I'm kidding. Um, but what one of the things I, I loved is uh, you you got really into it. You uh, always um, kind of came up with really elaborate storylines. Here we go. And costumes. Uh, where where <laughs> do those where do those come from? Where where do you get your inspiration and your ideas for uh, the that deepest the deepest darkest nastiest parts of the human mind i have no <laughs> idea where any of that nonsense comes from uh i i i, I don't know it's it's i i wouldn't wish the uh i wouldn't wish it on anybody the stuff that comes out of my brain um are you guys actually putting this on the podcast like i don't yeah. <laughs> Um, Rich, what's your budget for uh, for those, and do you have uh, room to hire a continuity director? A continuity director? I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> next question. Next question. Rich, you're married to the queen of photo, photo merchandise. Uh, how does it feel to be the second most important, important photoler in your household? It's exactly what I signed up for when I said I do. Uh, I, I, will, I mean, that, that pretty much, pretty much sums it up. Uh, I do have to say, I, I know that feeling as the second most important photoler in my exactly household. right. Um, and uh, I like my koozie and t-shirts. So uh, if you right. haven't checked out the merchandise store, you definitely need to. Um, hoodies on there. Uh, I mean, she's doing so well that she could hire a marketing person because I'm guessing that's what Bud the Chud is doing. Because um, yeah, he is, good. he yeah. is on the Slack hawking uh the merch constantly and i love it yeah, he is. yeah but um so how how do you feel kind of about the uh continual improvement of talent in uh the a division um that inspired me to crash and burn out and uh talk about your chances this season uh, it makes me nervous 
I'm not. Uh, I'm not overly. It's like sort of a a, a weird uh, dual thing. I'm not overly thrilled about the fact that everybody in the world is better than me, but at the same time, it it makes me uh, feel like that you know that I need to work to get better uh, constantly. And so, uh, you know, a guy like a guy like King Raj, uh, I don't know, man. I, I on a certain level, I feel like uh, he's he's going to kill me every time. But at the same time, I feel like I'm I need to keep practicing and and working. Uh, and there's there's a good chance that I could take a good couple legs off him. And so. Uh, Really, you think so? Yeah, I do think so. I I, I think I think you know what, you know what, Rascal. Now you say that I'm going to take all the legs off him. You heard it, it here first, folks. I'm going to take all the legs off King Rod. D o i g a d. The offer is good at darts. There you go. You just heard maybe, it here, folks. Maybe maybe a little good. Only okay <laughs> at darts. Rich, a couple more questions for you. Please, uh, you guys keep throwing questions at me. What am I here for? Just to take questions? Jeez. Yeah. You okay. are. That's what's the interview. It's, uh, po- it's what we do. Uh, it's an interview. Uh, we uh, didn't explain okay. it well. Yeah. Uh, uh, do you think we were like here. inviting you to be on the podcast like permanently or, or what? Forever. Forever and always. Can you please tell us the location of Carruthers and Coach Crotch? And is it true that they're the same person? I can't tell you about the location of either of those people, nor can I tell you uh, whether or not they're the same person. Damn it. There you go. The mystery, Did that help? The mystery Did leads that on. help at all? Deep nope. dark secrets. Uh, it didn't. Maybe, maybe okay. if people email about it, we'll get to know. But um, real quick, Rich, last one. Uh, plug, plug your book and where can we find it and how did it come about? Uh, I wrote two books. I wrote one book called, let's see, I have to look these up because uh, <laughs> I haven't thought about these. Uh, no, I wrote one book about how to, how to, uh, what is it? Uh, I don't one know. Is you how to make, uh, yeah, one is how to make money in the game of darts. And you can find it on Amazon by the author. I believe it's actually literally, I believe it's under the author, which is stupid. Uh, how to make money in the game of darts. And it's basically undermining everything that Fodal has tried to get done. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, and the, the other one is, um, uh, what is it? How to win in the game of cricket, I believe, is the other one. Something along those lines. Uh, I wrote these stupid books, and I can't remember their names. But uh, How to Win in the Game of Cricket, and it's basically just, uh, you know. Oh, no, it was How to Win in the Game of 501. It was 501. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it's 501. It was 501. Dude, I've been drinking wine all day long. Wine Uh, drunk. Rich wine drunk. Pretty wine drunk. The fact is, all you got to do is... Get to a double before your opponent and then hit the double. That's all. That's all you got to do. That's all you got to do. Rich, one last question for you, and then we'll let you go uh, because this has been like an hour of talking. Uh, Why has someone who uh, denotes the fact how great they are at writing and self-titled themselves the author never written into the podcast? Is that an option for me? What? I don't know anything about it. He okay. he doesn't you know listen what? to the podcast. We're done. We're done. Yeah, we're done with this guy. <laughs> uh, it's still available. And ladies and gentlemen, we're now learning that uh, really all of our listens that we see on our analytics is just from me and Rascal listening to the podcast over and over uh, to hear. So I can write in. Yeah. I can write things into the podcast. You can. Okay. You're really hurting my feelings now. I know. Rascal Rascal's gonna be off for the rest of the podcast now. This is amazing. You just rattled him. He is broken. I'm shook. I'm but, shook, uh, I'm shook but, like um, Krem. Rich, thank you so much for joining us. Uh it was a what? lot of fun. And uh yeah, this is Something. where this is where the host kind of wraps it up. 
puts a nice bow on it and says, get the hell out. Hey, but, Rich, uh, uh, I won't go as far as say thanks for joining us, but you're definitely here. <laughs> I was here. Uh, Rich, enjoyed it, man. Um, thank you so much for being on. Good luck uh, the rest of the season. And um, we do know it <laughs> is good luck to come on the pod. It helps, <laughs> helps your darts. So. Okay, that laugh is going to be in every section from now on. <laughs> Guys, I can't wrap up the interview if you keep messing up the interview. You got two drug assholes, Pepe. You're screwed. Oh, my God. Uh, Why didn't you? Uh, it's it's uh, gone off the rails, folks. It's gone off the rails. But uh, I'm going to wrap it up there. Rich, thank you so much for joining us. We will uh, talk to you soon. Um, and have a great night. You as well. <laughs> oh man, that was uh, that was something else with um, the author. Uh, so great to have him on. We will have to uh, have him back again. Um, will we? And as long as he's had wine in his system, I'm I'm on board. I'm more upset uh, about not writing into the pod. It's true. I couldn't. Man tell writes him. for a living. I, I I couldn't tell you hid your you hid your anger well as you usually do. Oh, thanks, Pepe. <laughs> Hey, no problem. Um, so now that we uh, are probably about past the hour and a half mark after that interview, um, let's take a uh, quick stroll, walk, run, um, skip to Maloo around the league. Around the league. Let's take a look at the standings, if you dare. <laughs> and uh, usually we start in a league and I talk about it, but I'm not in A-League, so I'm not going to talk about it because I don't care. So, Rascal, take it away. Hey, this is exciting. I'm a little confused because our color code has B as red, and I didn't actually read what you wrote, but I can do A. Uh, looking around the league, current standings in A as of right now, which hopefully is Monday morning when this podcast comes out. We've got left-hand hooligan on top of the chart. Now, he does have a, a leg play or a match played in hand. He's played three weeks and is uh, sitting at 40 points. The Grubs in second with two matches played at 26, followed by King Raj at 22. And then that's kind of the top three there. I mean, you might you might even include King Raj in the, in the middle group. I mean, the Grubs and Lutan are kind of the top. And then you got King Raj, the author, Red Rascal, the Jig, the Nooch, Laser Cat, Surgeon, all kind of tight there within four points. And then you've got Slinger in the nine relegations playoff spot. And at the bottom, you've got Train and Dilly, um, which just looking at this lineup, I don't think many of these people are where they're going to end up at the end of the season. I think this is maybe just to kind of new, people come in, get in their bearings. The new guys are coming in and playing really well. Obviously, left hand's playing amazing. Uh, I'm unstoppable. Jig is unstoppable. But... <laughs> Uh, you know, it, I think that might slow down, at least for me and Jig. I, I don't think lefty's going to slow down anytime soon, but, yeah. um, yeah, go ahead. Steve. No, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely interesting. I think the, uh, the biggest one though is, is you're looking at King Raj in third at 22 points and Dilly in last at 14. That's not a ton of distance. And so everybody is kind of jumbled in there. Um, I, I kind of expect end of the year King Raj and, and left hand to be a, up there at the top. Uh, maybe DeGrubbs can hang around and battle those two for a bye. Um, but I really think it'll be there. Um, I think the surgeon and I think surgeon slinger train, you'll see that and the newt, you'll see them all move up the table, but it, it's kind of with the way a is that they're a bit behind and it's going to be tough for them to make up all of that ground on the top group. Um, and then from there, like you said, it's early. Uh, there's been some uh, interesting results in matches um, and so you look at some of the early averages, uh, Dilly's averaging a 58.7 in uh, 501 and a 3.17 in cricket. Um, and he's in last, so I don't <laughs> think that will hold. Um, Slinger's at a 59, Surgeon's at a 58. They're, they're going to move up the table. Jig is at a 1.95 and a 49.28. Um, so unless that dramatically improves or he keeps winning matches then yeah he could stay up there but uh the numbers i think will kind of move some things around um but you have to you have to be a little bit worried about uh laser cat um lost 8-1 to hooligan uh did take four legs off the nooch but um he's he's a, a leg a, a match played above 
everyone behind him and he's only four points out of last. So you could see laser cat at the bottom. Um, and so lots of, lots of moving around to go in a, but it, it's been fun to see some of the, uh, upsets and some of the, uh, um, things moving around. So now let's, uh, keep it rolling right along to B and, uh, I think the, the big one, Cali kid and deadhead darter top of the table, both, uh, 19 leg wins, 38 points. Um, great darts from them. Both had big weeks. Uh, Cali Kid beat Barboy 5-3 and Toaster 7-1. Wow. Uh, Deadhead with a 7-1 win over Lush and a 5-3 over Bud the Chud. So, um, yeah. And and the thing is, they're both throwing great. They're both at a 53 average and both around 2.5 uh, in cricket. So, um, that's really, really great darts. Exciting. To we, we knew Deadhead uh, had that in his game, so I don't think that's surprising. Cali kid is, is really impressive. We've seen him throw legs where he can be elite, um, but haven't really seen him sustain it. So it's really exciting to see him really put the game together and, and uh, do what he's doing. Yeah, I really agree. I think looking at, at B to what kind of stands out to me is, is really the bottom. I mean, you know, seeing DJ at the bottom is surprising. I mean, he's, Still has a, a game week three match to play. Um, yourself at the bottom is not surprising in any way. Uh, <laughs> Lush in the ninth spot is surprising. I mean, he's been playing well. He did just win 6-2 over Krem today. Uh, so he's trying to, to get himself out of that hole. And and seeing Barboy and Krem, you know, they're at the bottom as well. Those are surprising to me. I think Krem's definitely going to bounce back and, and come back to form once he figures the mental game out. And really the easiest way to do that is just to give me a call on the phone. I don't know if I've mentioned that. But, uh, you know, I think Barboy probably has played some of the tougher matches this season early and, and will kind of bounce back as well. Uh, but DJ and Pepe, man, they got to get it together. Uh, I mean, and you look at averages, DJ, um, not great in cricket, 2.09, but uh, he's throwing 51 in 501, so I think he's kind of turned the corner, had a good 5-3 win over Radar. Um, you look at my numbers, they're absolute trash, so I, I would say I should be worried um, about it. Uh, and then um, the other one that I think is a huge surprise is uh, Toaster. Um, I mean, he's sitting in fourth, but he's played four four legs, and... Uh, had a 7-1 loss to Cali Kid and a 6-2 loss to Bud. Um, he's going to be hard-pressed to be in the mix for an auto bid. Uh, I mean, I still think he's will bounce back, but he has not thrown the way we kind of expected here in the early going. Um, and and so it's, it's uh, I, I think it's been surprising. It's, it hasn't been as tight in B as we kind of expected going on. Is Half the league's been thrown great, and the other half has not, and it's it's kind of created some separation early. You're absolutely right about that. Heading down to C, uh, as we mentioned earlier, we've got the stash, Alpine Stranger, on the top of the table with 34 points. Uh, then below him, you've kind of got some uh, three people that are pretty tight with each other. Unholy, Doughboy, and Accountant all at 28. Underneath them, uh, it's important to mention Doughboy he still has a game week in hand, so he'll still have to be able to play his game week three uh, match and uh, maybe jump in those standings. Triple T is at 22, Kilf, Alki at 17 and 15 respectively, Uncle Corky, Outlander. And at the bottom, uh, probably the three most likable guys in all photo hanging out with each other, goofing off in the back of class. <laughs> you got Beef Easy, Slappy Pappy, and Scooter Magooch at the bottom of C. Yeah, and, and uh, Slappy actually went head-to-head in this uh, relegation battle um, early and ended exactly how you thought it would a four, uh, three finish um, slappy getting the slight edge. And that is actually their, their difference in the standings at the moment. Um, looking at some of the scoring um, uncle Corky and outlander. I think you'd have to be worried about um, beef slappy and scooter all have a match uh, in hand on them and um, not great numbers in the early going from uh, Corky and outlander. So uh, I think that group of five is, is what you're going to see battling for the bottom of C. Um, and then, yeah, uh, it'll be interesting to see if anyone can catch uh, Alpine and Doughboy uh, here in the early going. But that next group of Kilf, Alki, 
Triple T accountant and cannoli um, will really make a fun uh, playoff race in C. And uh, then that that leaves us with um, D League. And uh, D League is kind of all over the place in terms of matches played. Uh, Gaspacho and the Law both only one match played uh, this season. And then um, Darty South uh, going on a long trip during Thanksgiving. So he's kind of been um, cranking out the matches. He's at five matches played. <laughs> so he's sitting sitting top of the table in D because he's played three more matches than the firemen in uh, second place. Um, Darty with a 4-2 win over Adenak, 5-1 over Blade. And then he did lose 4-2 to Music City Madman this week. Um, but I think Darty will be in the top group. I don't know if he'll be in the mix for um, top of the table. You have to look at the firemen um, is kind of the favorite numbers, stats, everything. He has been on fire this season, pun intended, um, with his 6-0 well, win did. over cleaner. Uh, and then, then you look at uh, Mac Attack, Music City, Madman. Um, good starts from them. They're at 20 and 16. Uh, Magic Wizard, uh, a good start. He's at 22, but has an extra uh, match played. Um, and then down on the other end, uh, Blade, Gaspacho, Dr. Feelgood. Not the starts you would want. Um, I, I, I was told by Dr. Feelgood that I needed to mention that um, she is living true to her name this season and making everyone feel really good about playing her. Um, <laughs> there have been two one eighties thrown in D league this season, and they were both against Dr. Feelgood. Um, oh, is that why you're tanking? So you can get down to D and play her and throw a one eighty. I hope so. I would probably have to go place them in the board. Um, but the surgeon's going to teach me how to do that. Um, <laughs> magic, magic wizard though was the first 180 in his life. Um, That's amazing. In practice, play anything. And uh, what was his reaction? Did she say he goes, did he go nuts? Uh, he was really excited about it. Um, and I don't know if anybody that has gotten to speak um, to the magic wizard, uh, he has, he, he, he's obviously um, from across the pond. So exciting to have him in the league, but he has the most polite British accent. Like, there's British accents, and then there's like, hey, you might be royalty. Uh, Magic Wizard is like the most polite, friendly, nice person. Um, but he also sounds like it on top of it. So it's just it's just great. I was uh I was talking to him on Discord and I was just like, man, I could like listen to you read my narrate my life. Sounds like um, we should have him on the pod. Absolutely. Uh he could he could uh translate um what Slappy Pappy says back to everyone in england uh well yeah maybe maybe <laughs> maybe that's 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 rascal speak for no not at all <laughs> can't um, improve on perfection it's true uh so ladies and gentlemen that was around the league um great starts to the season some interesting races and now it is time for us to look and see if anyone got on to their computers and sent emails to the pod. Standard flights in the sky, double double for love shy. Don't do math like a rook or criminal get shook. It's Rascal's mailbag. It's Rascal's mailbag. Hey guys, it's me, Rascal. I said it right this week. That's pretty exciting. We got a couple of nice emails from you guys. Starting off from Liberty Fires, it's your boy. Good morning, Photo Weekly Podcast. It's your boy, Liberty Fires. The Iron Man of Casting, the two-time dumpster fire himself. Look, I got to figure out what this dumpster fire title is. I really am interested. Hope you're doing well, for it has been a while since I've written in. I do apologize about that. I have unfortunately had to focus on my new job. It has been going great, and I'm excited I left my old company for this one. Hopefully things slow down just a little. So I can get back to darts practice, cooking, and all the other things. In case for some odd reason y'all decide to put the Dr. Feelgood v. Liberty Fires match on blast this week, I don't think you should. I really haven't proved anything by just winning on one match. And while it is impressive, we all know that the divisions just keep getting harder each season. So while one match win is something to watch, I wouldn't say the Liberty stock has increased anything. By the way, if you're looking for something to watch, next Saturday, which is today... 
November 7th is game day for Extra Life. I'll let Pepe talk about Extra Life and how great it is, but there are a number of photo members streaming that day for 24 hours. I myself am playing Mega Man 1 through 6, or at least trying to play all six of them. Editor's note, uh, this is coming out on Monday, but I'm sure you can go back and still donate. And so check out Liberty Stream, Mac Attack Stream, and The Accountant Stream. Mac Attack is playing Tomb Raider 1 and 2 from the PlayStation 1. The Accountant is playing through the Amnesia series. That sounds scary. Don't watch it unless you're okay with horror streams. But if anyone feels like checking us out, it would be cool. You can jump into my channel and we can talk about D&D. I know certain people think that Eberron is the best campaign setting, and they are right, says Rascal. But I'm surprised those people don't talk about Ravenloft. Either way, it'd be a fun topic for debate, unlike other topics like Rocky movies or bad Disney movies. I guess I actually need to practice at the beginning of the season. That way we can wait and see how long before I'm out of contention. Right around week six, I think, after playing Blade and Cleaner. Ugh, Cleaner. Did he find his darts? Has anyone checked up on him? I know he uses sloths to type out messages on Slack. <laughs> Also, super depressing to read in Slack channel how running doesn't help you lose weight. Like, I was really trying to lose 10 to 20 pounds, and now I'm thinking I'm doing the wrong thing. And I really don't feel like lifting weights because that is super depressing and sucks. Is there a rascal remedy to make the gym, make going to the gym fun? I doubt it. But I could be wrong. At Scooter and by the Chud, I felt Hell in the Cell was a lot better this year compared to last year. Maybe y'all can write in so Rascal can read your letters, and we can let Pepe Lay and Rascal provide their opinion on how things are going in AEW and WWE. See y'all after full gear. At Pepe, hope the little one is doing well. Smiley face. 1 Zero zero one zero 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 one one zero one zero 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 one one zero 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 one zero one 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 zero one one zero. I've literally lost my place because there's just nothing but zeros and ones on the screen. I tried my best, Lib. See y'all next time. Liberty fires. Hey, thanks, Lib. What a great email. And uh, to let you know, lifting weights is not depressing, and you should do it because it's the easiest way to lose weight, at least for me. Um, and, there's a really cool uh, thing called, uh, building strength with, uh, I think his first name is Mike Ripital, something Ripital, and it's really and cool and, and you will slowly build up strength slowly and, uh, your body gets used to the progression and ideally you never stop, which, uh, of course is impossible, but, uh, check it out. I'll send you the link and, uh, cannot recommend it enough. And, uh, quick, saying, quick update, um, so Extra Life, for anyone that doesn't know, it's uh, pretty much a fundraising day for online gamers. They're raising money, um, playing video games for 24 hours straight to uh, raise money for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. And they are currently have surpassed $11.1 million raised uh, wow. for Children's Miracle Network Hospitals. So Just this uh, year? Uh, today. They raised $11 million today? Yes. Wow, great job, um, guys. Yeah there's uh thousands of gamers playing right now and and raising money so great work from our uh photolers and uh yeah awesome all right our next email has no subject it's from wordy jh hey pod congrel here the only two-time photo open cup champion just checking in to see if the podcast is out yet no actually yes congrel it is but we took a week off Really enjoyed the top 10 video this week. I'm not sure how long I've been watching now, but it's been great seeing the league grow, not only in numbers, but in production level two. I still find it crazy that Fodal is more professional looking than the PDC home tour. Amen to that. I was also going to say more nice things about Fodal, but you pronounced my name Horton, so I need to recover from the pain. Hope Krim gives you a call. This Hope Krim gives you a call. He just needs someone to tell him to be more confident. That's the damn truth. Or just get blackout drunk. It's not a bad idea either. I don't know how to end emails. Hey, that's a pretty good way to end emails, Joshy. Thank you so much for writing. I'm sorry I mispronounced your name. I was trying to get how to pronounce his name on Twitter. I think he pronounces it Houghton. Houghton. Josh Houghton. Not Josh Huffin. Houghton. Horton. I don't know. Good luck. Good luck to me if I said it right. But anyways, Josh, you're the man and we love you. Thank you for writing in. Our next letter from TY says, hello. Hi, guys. It's November 4th at 1 p.m. 
I wish there was something going on in the news cycle, but it's just so quiet and boring right now. I guess I'll write into the pod. I don't really have anything to say. I think it's nice you guys believe you'll be able to get conventions next year, though. That sounds cool and optimistic. Rascal, your house sounds nice. Congrats on that. You have a creek. That is the American dream. You hear it all the time. People move to America with hopes of one day having a creek in their backyard. You did it. Thanks, Krim. Also, I'm never going to call you. What the hell, Krim? You should accept this. I don't call people. It's not my thing. It ain't happening. I can lose every match. That's fine. Send me to see. Maybe I'll win there. Also, who the hell is Craig? This email sucked. I told you I had nothing to say. Bye. Well, Krim, your email, just like your Darth's name, just needs to be a little more positive, man. And you know how you get positive? You got to call, man. And uh, to answer your question, um, Krim, Craig is uh, friends with uh, G-Arc. So. Yeah, G-Arc and Craig are our boys. Yeah. Shout out to them. Craig's in Canada, G-Arc's in France. Uh... Final email for the week. Michael Hughes wrote in, my 5-3 win over Radar this week was my first league win since I beat Author on 9-3-20. That's over two months. I was in a dark place. But here comes the sun. The doo-doo-doo-doo. Mike wrote this before the news of today, which I know also made him feel like he's in a better place. So, Michael, thanks for writing in. We love you. And uh, keep winning, especially when you play Pepe. All right, guys, that's it. That's the Rascal's Mailbag for this week. Thanks for writing in. If you'd like to write in to be on Rascal's Mailbag or Rascal's Railbag, you can do so at the FODL Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. That's FODL Weekly Podcast at gmail.com. I love mailbags when people actually write in. It makes it a lot of fun. It makes us feel loved. Um, but uh, great Except mailbag. Except doesn't call me. I, I kind of appreciate that, but that's mainly because you cheer against me in darts. <laughs> I would never do that. Pepe. I know. Never, ever. Uh, but now it is time, folks, for a look ahead to next week and a little bit of who you got. Who you got? Who will win? Who will lose? Pepe Lay and Rascal choose. <laughs> That's right, uh, a little bit of a uh, slow start for the uh, new season for both of our um, master predictors that we have. Uh, Depending on how you want to score it, um, I won week one. No, Um, that's such bullshit. We've already been over this. You don't give any (laughs) points for the bonuses. You decided last season (laughs) to just count those as a fun side project. Well, there you go. Uh, you were made such a big deal about it that it should count, and I would have won either way. So now no, we should. Just I do it won. Stop the counts. Stop the so, counts. I'm the Rascal, champion of this season. Rascal had uh, four correct picks, four incorrect picks, and had one right on the nose. Pepe Le, three and five. So uh, three out of eight, not great, but I did pick all three of those matches exactly right. Those uh, match so... picks came in late out of nowhere, written out. <laughs> uh, so write in, tell us, tell us what you think, but uh, I won. Um... No, you did it. You did not win. I won. <laughs> I have way. more correctly predicted matches than you do. I am the winner. You've won. I have three. I'm writing so... to the coats. Courts, coats, courts. Um, but really... let's uh let's get into it. Some big matchups in D League. First up, Music City Madman um taking on Adanac in a uh, important uh playoff position showdown in D. Who you got? I got Music City uh, applicant to hashtag Team Big Body. Uh, I got him going four two. All right, you're going 4-2 for the Music City Mask Man. I am going 5-1. Big wow. statement win for wow. Music City going into this week. Um, next up, we have the Cleaner, and that's got to be a typo because he's not playing... Uh, um, let's see, Cleaner's playing Mac Attack. I wrote Adenak. Uh, it sounds yeah. Like... Oh, weird. There's an inaccuracy on the who you got portion of the show. I'm oh, shocked. Fixed now. The cleaner versus Mac attack. Who you got? I got Mac five one. Ooh. Um, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm I'm going upset here. I'm going cleaner four two. He's finding a dart along the way. So you said uh, Mac four two. I go cleaner four two. 
Um, let's I thought roll. I said Mac 5 1. I definitely said Mac, Mac 5 1. Did you say Mac 5 1? I can make it 5 1. I'd I'm like to actually, present. I'm not actually ever listening. Exhibit A to the courts. <laughs> um, moving along to C League Doughboy versus the accountant, third versus fourth. Who you got? Man, uh, which, which Doughboy is going to show up? I think the good one. I'm going Doughboy 5, accountant 2. All right, you're going Doughboy 5 2. Um, you know what? Uh, what do I want to do? What do I want to do? Um, I'm going to go accountant 4 3, getting it done. 4 3, tight win for the accountant. Um, and then our other match in C, the Kilf taking on Unholy Cannoli. Big matchup for the uh, top of the table. Who you got? I think Kilf's been trending down, so I'm going unholy four to. Th- no, I'm going unholy five to two. Unholy five to two. I am going Kilf four to three. I believe in the scarf. Going with the Kilf. All right, up to B League. This is the big matchup. Big matchup. Top of the table. Deadhead Darter. Cali kid tied for first. Who you got? If there's anything I've learned about when a ginger plays deadhead, the ginger wins. Cali five to three. All right. He's going Cali five to three. Cali's been on fire. He's been throwing great. I think the buck stops here. I'm going deadhead five, three. Either way, I hope that match is at a time that it can be cast because it'll be uh, fun to watch. And then our last match in B, the criminal versus Bud the Chud. Who you got? Bud 8-0. He's going Bud 8-0. There is no anger from not getting phone calls in that pick. Um, I am uh, I'm going Bud five to three um yeah uh tough loss today for the criminal um throwing pretty good but just not putting together the wins uh we'll see how it goes rolling to our last picks in a league big showdown slinger sitting near the bottom of the table throwing great slinger king raj slinger needs some legs to get back into it raj needs to get back to the top of the table who you got I'm going, I think Slinger's been egging on King Raj with this claiming that he beat him uh, and talking shit on his, uh, his stuff. So I think Raj is going to come out and put a hurt, 7-2. Going with the 7-2 Raj win, I think Raj gets back on track, but 6-3 here. And then our final one, uh, the train, will he bounce back uh, from his loss to the Rascal, taking on the Jig? Who? You got. Oh man, this is like picking which one of your kids is your favorite. First child. And the answer is, you know, I love Canada. I love Canada. I've been to Canada so many times. I know the national anthem in French and English. But do you really? We just say. Wow, there you go. But I got to go RVA all day, baby. Jig 5-4. Going with the Jig 5-4 win, I think uh, Train fixes it, gets back on course. 6-3 winner for the Train. There you go, folks. There you have it. That's how it's going to go. I don't know about you, Rascal. I'm exhausted. This was a uh, nice, long podcast. Um, hope you enjoyed, folks. We might break it into like four segments. It's been two uh, hours of recording, that, so that's, that's pretty cool. It has. It has been a, a long, long journey. Um, thank you to uh, Rich for uh, joining us to offer a great interview. Great to have him on. Um, thank you to the Lush who helped us with some uh, technical challenges um, getting out today. And uh, as always, I am Pepe Lay. Pew, pew, pew. And I'm Red Rascal. Hey, Dilly. What are you doing, Dilly? Maybe you didn't expect that I'd be talking to you at the end of this podcast. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. Maybe you do. Maybe you heard a little segment we did for you about anime. Maybe you liked it. Maybe you just are too tough to write in and tell us. 
I really like it if you did, Dilly. And, you know, maybe you could just write in. Say, hey, hey, we, I really enjoyed that anime section. It was really nice. I think Pepe would really enjoy that. He worked really hard on it, you know. And uh, We like to reward the people that we love with words. Maybe sometimes even phone calls, you know. I don't know. It may not be relevant. But. Anyways, rascal out! Miss you, Pac-Man. You've been listening to Fodal Weekly. Tune in to Darts Night on Twitch, Monday through Thursday on the FO Dart League channel on Twitch. All opinions expressed on this podcast are solely the casters and are not representative of the Fodal. The Fodal Weekly is in no way affiliated with the FODL and we are not sure if it's trademarked or copyrighted. All questions need to be directed to the law. Ha, 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 ha.